Welcome to Success Coaching with Eric Reed. This show is for you if you'd like to develop more strategic growth in your business and in your life, become more profitable, and develop the strategies to leading a happier, more balanced life. And now your host, Eric Reed. I hope you are having a fantastic afternoon. Um, I just want to pop in here and add your success. So if you are a first-time listener, welcome very much. I, uh, I appreciate you being here and sharing time with us on Success Coaching Radio. And if you're a returning listener, uh, thanks for showing up again. I hope you're finding value and uh, sharing this out with other people so that they can also grow their success and uh, sharing the wisdom and the wealth. So what I like to do is come together every week and we'll spend about 20 minutes sharing ideas and, and thoughts and things that I've learned along my journey and working with coaching clients and companies and teams and helping them become successful and give that on to you so that you can begin to build your own success. And, you know, I, I get that question a lot. Well, what is success? You know, that big quotation mark they all make in the air. What is success? And, you know, success for people is, or success is different for everybody. You know, some of us picture success as being able to complete the marathon or raising our children or getting through a day or being successful in a diet or a weight loss program or building a business or cashing a check for a million dollars or whatever. Success is really an image that you've planted in your mind of where you want to be and the journey that you're going to take to achieve it. And that's where the success is, is within that journey. That's where I coach and I train and help develop people is getting on that path and staying on that journey. Because one thing is success occurs every day in our lives, big ways and little ways, but we need to stay successful and all adventures and all our thoughts. And so what I wanted to sort of bring in today was really talking about those limiting beliefs. You know, what are limiting beliefs? We all have them. We all live with them. We all hear them. We all say them to ourselves. And those are those beliefs that sort of put a cap on us. You know, John Maxwell talks about the law of the lid. And a limiting belief is something that, you know, you just sort of stick a lid in, say, this is all the bigger, smarter, faster, taller I'll be, period. There's the lid. Nothing will ever exceed that. Now, those limited beliefs are not actual truths. They're just a belief. There's something that we've created in our mind through a series of events or experiences or data and knowledge that we've gathered that we've decided now have you. And so we're going to go ahead and make them a belief system. The funny thing about beliefs is we assume that they're absolute, that they're complete, and they're true, and they can't be questioned by anybody. But the reality is they're only ours. If we tried to transfer them to somebody else, they don't stick. And so that's where the difference between beliefs and laws or truths exist. You know, gravity for me is the same gravity for you. The laws of gravity and physics and science hold true across the board regardless of what shirt I'm wearing for the day. Whereas my beliefs can tend to change based on my feelings, based on my environment, based on the people I'm with, based on my level of courage that day. So what I want to do is really talk about those limiting beliefs. But more important, I want to give you five steps to overcoming your limiting beliefs. So if you're ready, let's 
get out our journals or our notebooks or whatever we're doing to keep track of these ideas. And let's go ahead and get started in on them. And the first one is identify that limiting belief. And what I mean by identifying that limiting belief is we have got to get really, really clear on what the limiting belief is. Now, a lot of us have a limiting belief that we carry along with us that we don't even know. And so a good way of testing that is, is by saying, you know, a statement like, I have always wanted to fill in the blank, but I'm unable to because of fill in the blank. That unable to, cannot, won't be able to, that's where the limiting belief is. You know, perhaps you've wanted to start a business but you said, oh, it's too late, or I'm not in the right place, or I'm not in the right mindset, or I'm not in the right thought, or I don't have the right money, or I don't have the skills, or I don't have the talents. Well, guess what? Those are limiting beliefs that you're holding on to. And you need to be able to break past those limiting beliefs. Some other common ones is, you know, it's not important. You may say, well, I want to do this, this, or that. And instead, you'll back end it with, but it's really not important. Or, well, making the money to do that is going to take a lot of work. Okay, guess what? Anything worth having takes a little bit of work. Or, you know, the the all-famous, I'm not good enough. That general blanket, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough one. The, um, I don't deserve it. That victim, that I'm not big enough, smart enough, tall enough, important enough to have it. One, that I'm not smart enough, or I don't deserve it, or I'm too young. Nobody would respect me. I'm too young. I'm too young. I couldn't stand up in that room, or they're all much older and wiser than me. That side is I'm too old. Nobody would want me at my age, or, you know, I don't fit in because I'm old. Um, some of those limiting beliefs that we just carry around over and over again, I'm not in I'm not tall enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not big enough. I'm not small enough. I'm not fast enough. I'm not from the right part of town. I didn't go to the right school. You can hear them. How many of them have you just sort of locked in and heard yourself like, man, I can live that one. I can hear that one. Well, for me, I used to have, and I still hold this limiting belief, but I also learned to acknowledge it, which is step number two is, you know, we, we first recognize it or identify it, and then we learn to work past it. But I had the limiting belief that I'm not a good speller. I know it. I know it. I probably put stuff out there, and you guys go, oh, my gosh, you can't spell. I know it. I had a speech problem when I was a kid. I had a learning disability that pretty much followed me throughout elementary school. And it just sort of handicapped, handicapped see, there it is, handicapped my ability to learn phonetics and sounding out words and things like that, and ultimately spelling. Now, could learn to memorize every word in the dictionary and, and, and overcome that. But that limiting belief held me back from pursuing some dreams early on because I thought, well, I can't write, I can't read, I can't spell, I can't be this kind of person. I can't be a writer. I can't be a lawyer because you're supposed to write a lot of things and read a lot of things. And so the jobs, the career, the education that I took in undergraduate and further into graduate degree was definitely impacted and the career choices I made. Ironically, at one point, I was very uh, good at problem solving and ended up working in IT and uh, network design and infrastructure for a worldwide company because I could see things in my mind differently than other people and things that may go to that learning disability. 
But what I didn't do is let that limiting belief stop me dead in my tracks. I now hire people and use tools to back end some of my weak areas. And so identifying my limiting belief and saying, okay, it is what it is. It's not a truth. It's a fact. I'm not a great speller. It doesn't limit who I am. It doesn't limit what I can do. It isn't a definition of my total character. It's simply a statement of what is. And then challenge it. Like, okay, you know, Tony Robbins, Anthony Robbins, you know, the seven foot giant and his book, Awakening the Giant, use this metaphor for a tabletop. And so your tabletop and then each of those limiting beliefs is sort of a leg around the table. And so those limiting beliefs are currently holding you up. And so what he sort of uses the analogy is is it's our job to kick out those legs that, that are false and to knock us off that table so that we can begin to rebuild it. So challenge those limiting beliefs. Somebody says you're not smart enough. Oh, why? Well, that's not true because in the past I've done this, this, and this. Well, you're not pretty enough. Really? Because I. Who says? Why they say it? When has that proven them wrong? And so what I like to do is say challenge those limiting beliefs. Take that limiting belief and flip it on its other side and say, you know, you're not tall enough. Well, I must be short enough for something good. Or what is tall enough? What is enough? You know, why is suddenly there's this magic definition of enough for everything? So I begin to want to challenge those limiting beliefs. And I would take on those, those beliefs and I say, how, is this absolutely true? And is it true just for me? And if so, then okay, then change me and I change the belief. Is it true just in this situation or for this situation or under this circumstance? Okay, great. I can modify, change, or alter that. Don't accept it as an absolute. Begin to kick those legs out from under the table and make sure that when you do, that you understand that what you're doing is preparing to rebuild and redesign your life. And then begin to replace those legs is number three. You know, I can find case over case over case in my life where I believed one thing about myself and I had a limiting belief that this was possible or wasn't possible. And I've had the opposite. And so if you have a limiting belief that says, well, I'm not smart enough, okay, I would challenge you to sit down and write down examples of when you've been successful through testing, through creative thinking, through um, sort of mind mastery mastery where you've said, you know what, I can learn this. I can do this. I've mastered this. What you're going to find, oddly enough, is where your your passion is, the limiting beliefs begin to fade very quickly because you're driven really, really hard to succeed in that area because it's something you want and you put your limiting beliefs to the side. You know, if somebody says, oh, well, you're not in great shape. Well, you know what? I remember a time I was. So it's not a permanent condition. It's a current state. Or you're not tall enough. Yeah. Well, what is tall enough? I got a ladder. I can be taller. Begin to rebuild those, to replace those limiting beliefs with positive things. And that's sort of what we're doing in the month of February with the 28 days of self-love of I am tall. Or I'm, I'm sorry. I am smart. I am beautiful. I am brave. I am courageous. When I've been courageous, when I've gotten on a plane and flown halfway around the world to speak in a country and train in a country that I had never visited, never knew the language, didn't even know the capital C, and I got on the plane and walked into a room that I'm here to help you grow and learn. Now, when I question whether I have the ability to try something new, something bold, something courageous, I say, ah, I just don't know if I'm big enough for that or smart enough for that or 
brave enough for that or flexible enough for that. The reality is I just have to close my mind back on that and challenge that belief. And I'm going through airports and customs and languages that I don't understand. I'm getting on cabs and asking them to take me to hotels that I don't know if I'm going to the right side of town or the back side of town. All of those experiences I record in a way that when I begin to have those limiting beliefs, when I begin to doubt myself, when I begin to think I can't, I look back at my history and say, wait a minute. That's not a truth. That's not a fact. You've superseded. You exceeded before. You can do it again. So replace those limiting beliefs with facts of where you have and have. And then also is the number four is act as if you've already achieved it. The thing about limiting beliefs is it's just a mindset. It's a feeling. It's something we're programming ourselves to accept without evidence of reality. So, and they always sort of speak to the future tense. Well, I'm not big enough to, I'm not smart enough to, I'm not young enough for, I'm not old enough for, I don't know how to, nobody will buy what I'm selling. Nobody will say yes to what I need. I'm going to get, you know what? We're always projecting into the future what we can't do based on a limiting belief. We never have a limiting belief about our past because it's gone and it's over and it's disproven. We always have a limiting belief about our future. So instead of getting caught up in believing like that, believing that limiting belief or playing that limiting belief over and over again in our head, what you need to do is shift your mindset and just take into action. I am good enough. I am smart enough. I am young enough. I am old enough. I am rich enough. I am poor enough. I am fast enough. I am strong enough. Make those I am statements and then start acting on those I am statements. I am a successful business owner who sells 20 homes a year, 40 homes a year. I am a successful independent entrepreneur who sells a million dollars in product. I'm a successful speaker, trainer, coach that is sought after to train a variety of industries. I'm a successful writer signing books at conferences, whatever that dream is, whatever that limiting belief on the other side of that limiting belief, start moving towards it as if you've already achieved it. Don't hold yourself back. Don't let your thinking, don't let your beliefs stop you. Because remember, success isn't that destination, it's that journey. And by taking one step, for me, it was taking, you know, buying the plane ticket. Then it was going to the airport, my comfortable, safe little city, getting on the plane that I knew and liked and spoke the language, similar culture, and then began to slowly migrate out of my comfort zone until on the other end of it, I was in complete foreign territory. Well, you know what? I had built a series of successes acting as an international speaking trainer on his way to a major event to help transform a country. When I bought that ticket, start acting in it and stop thinking that you can't. You need to invest in yourself, invest in your dreams, and invest in the actions that you're going to take to make it happen. Don't let your feelings dictate every single moment decision. Instead, let your feet define where you're going. Get up and move towards it. If, not, if you have a limiting belief that you're not healthy enough to run the Boston Marathon, well, that's not going to change thinking your way into health. It's going to change by getting up and starting to walk. If you have a limiting belief that you're too big to ever be a fashion model. Well, guess what? There are big fashion models, but get up and start moving and acting and behaving as if you're a successful fashion model. Dress and look that way. 
What I mean is if you want to be a writer, don't say that you don't have time to write a book. You have time to write a page. Because guess what? A book is nothing more than 200 and some odd number of pages put back to back to back to back. So write a book. You've got to begin to act as if you've already achieved the dream and move towards it. And that will destroy every limiting belief because in motion, they can't stick to you. You know, I think it, it's sort of funny. It, that brings up a, a memory of when I was a kid and we had this, this field behind our house. And in the summer, when you, we had to take a shortcut from our house to, there's like a corner store, you know, where you go and buy ice cream and, and soda and candy and that kind of thing in the summer. Um, to get there, you could go the long way and go all the way around the neighborhood and and, and then into the store, you could take a shortcut through the field. And of course, we're kidding. what are we going to do? We're going to take the shortcut. Well, the funny thing is, if you walked really slow, there were these, uh, the grasshoppers and the June bugs would jump up and they had these clingy little, oh, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. These clingy little balls that would grab onto you and hold on. And you'd spend all your time walking through the field trying to flick them off. Well, we had this theory that if you just like started running before you get to the field and you kept running all the way through the field, you wouldn't get caught by the grasshoppers or the June bugs. And it kind of worked. Fewer of them hung on to you. They couldn't quite catch up to you and you were trampling them at a speed that they didn't know what was happening. They probably, you know, all panic seeing these kids come thundering through the field. But it's the same with our limiting beliefs. If we build up our momentum, build up our energy, and then dive into that field of thought and into that opportunity and drive with all our heart, those limiting beliefs, those negative thinking thoughts, those discounting ideas won't have a chance to hang on to us, or to cling on to us and, and sap our energy. And so start acting as if you've already achieved it. And then number fifth is journal, reflect, reinforce. And I'm a big fan of journaling, whether it's in a day timer, a journal book, a post-it note on your wall, recording a video to yourself or an audio to yourself on your iPhone, whatever it is. Because in journaling, where we record our successes, then we have a place to come back and start to disprove those limiting beliefs that are written in black and white. So, you know, I, I like to go back and it's when I, as some of you know, I, I, I'm, you know, I try and be very disciplined about my fitness. And when I start to question whether I can do it, I look and I'm like, oh, look, I've already achieved that. Here's the, the app that tracks the miles per minutes per whatever's. And I can prove to myself that I can succeed at that. So therefore I can succeed at everything else, but also on a path of success that relates to, you know, uh, getting help. But have a journal, have an app, have a tool that you can reflect and review your successes and write them down and be very bold. There's nothing wrong with writing at the end of the day. Today I was bold. I took on a new challenge. Today I was confident. Today I did this. Today I did this. And make my statements of what I am so that when you begin to doubt yourself, when those limiting beliefs get to start bubbling up in your head, you have a place that you can go back and counter them. And that's a big part of what we're doing. February challenge. If you haven't really tuned into it, you can find out, you know, basically for the 28 days of February, we're talking about loving ourselves. And we're going to just take a post-it note and stick it up on a, a note that says, I am a positive statement about ourselves, a non-limiting belief statement, if you'll have it, and put it up someplace where we can see it. So at the end of 28 days, we have 28 positive non-limiting beliefs about ourselves. And that sort of gives us a place to go and huddle around and feel safe and feel secure and feel empowered. 
And so you need to have that journal. You need to have that reflection point. You need to have that touchstone that you can come back to and feel comfortable and confident about who you are. Because limiting beliefs don't really exist outside of your head. So if you start to reprogram your head, if you start to refuel uh, it with new and stronger and more empowering thoughts, the limiting beliefs will get squeezed out. So again, remember that our limiting beliefs, first we have to identify them, and it may take some time, and that's what I do a lot in coaching is work on limiting beliefs with my clients. And we start to ask, what is that limiting belief? Where did that belief come from? Why do you believe that belief is true? When has that belief been part of your history? When has that belief been proven right? When has it been proven wrong? So first we have to identify it. And you may find it in things you do. It may be in the things you say. It may be in the things you believe about yourself. But start to guard yourself. Listen to what you're saying about yourself. Ask yourself if that's a limiting belief. And then begin to challenge it. Like I said, where did that come from? Why was it useful? It was probably useful in the past, but it may not be useful now. It may have been something you believed in the past about yourself based on the limited information you had or experience or knowledge. But it's no longer true because everything else has changed. So why not you? And then number three is replace that limiting belief. Find something new. Find something empowering. Find something strength-infusing. Replace it. Tear out the old. Put in the new. Upgrade your thinking. Upgrade your belief system. Keep a list of them. Ask people, what is great about me? What is empowering about me? What do you see about me? Adopt other people's positive beliefs about yourself so that you can begin to use that statement of I am and fill in the blank with a new belief and then begin to act as that belief. And I don't mean fake it till you make it because if you can conceive it in your mind, it actually exists. And there's a whole lot of teaching around that idea that anything that's in our mind already exists. We're just on a journey to achieving it. And the faster we become in tune with that belief that we're on a journey to achieving what we've already set out to be and that there's no obstacle between us, the faster we'll arrive. It's these little diversions, these little deepers that we take because of our thoughts and our beliefs that take us longer to arrive at that end point. So start acting as if you made it to that end point. And then number five is really take time and journal and reflect and record your successes so that you have that reinforcing armor, armor built up and ready to go when you need it. What I know about limiting beliefs is sometimes they do serve us. They keep us safe as children. They help us think and act cautiously in new situations, but we can't let them become the controlling factor when they no longer have a purpose. You know, I am no longer afraid to boldly jump on a plane and go see what happens because I've survived it once. I'm no longer afraid to express an idea in writing, even if I do misspell a word or two. You know what? It's not the end of the world. It doesn't define me as a bad person. It doesn't make me less perfect than what God created me as. Now, I do take tools and, and, and try and you know do my best effort, but I'm not going to stop living. I'm not going to stop creating. I'm not going to stop exploring everything that's available to me because of false limiting belief that I created because somebody said something once that maybe for a moment felt true. That moment is in the past, so it no longer is the truth. So it's no longer part of my belief system. So in order to begin to build your success, 
Start monitoring your beliefs. Start recording your beliefs. Start challenging those beliefs. And start building new beliefs. And if there's anything I can do to help you along that journey, please reach out and let me know. You know, my passion and my purpose as a coach and as a speaker and as a writer is really to help people live life with success, live more fully in the moment and more fully in the journey that they're on. And so if I can help you with that, let me know. Um, do check out our, 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 my Facebook page. Um, there are the 28-day challenges going on there as well. And then the Facebook, I'm sorry, the website, ericyreed.com, has a list of upcoming events and classes and trainings that we're doing. And there's always something going on to help you build your success. So you can always connect to me that way and, and through comments here as well. And this is also now available on iTunes, so you can share it out. But, you know, part of what I love to do every day as a success coach is really work with people on building their success, helping them get clear on where their limiting beliefs in the past haven't, uh, where their limiting beliefs came from, and then how we can destroy them so they can begin to move towards where they want to be in the future. And so, again, yeah, if I can do that for you, let me know in any way possible. And until we get together next week, continue to live life with success. Thanks for joining us. For more information, go to ericgreed.com. That's ericgreed.com. And like us on Facebook slash Eric G. Reed Success Coaching. Join us next time for Success Coaching with Eric Reed.